0: First pitch, swinging, line drive. He's done it. John Means has no hit. The Mariners. Brown fakes, dishes. Kyrie going for the 50 feet. Irving has 50. Pressure from the Steelers. Mayfield in trouble. He's going to be taken down. T.J. Watt, first downs on this drive, Heineke ends on McClellan, touchdown! Torres drives that ball, center field, hit deep, going back, near the wall, Wilkerson maybe, nope, goodbye, home run. Get him out of there! Don't throw to him. i never seen anything like it. Put up four fingers. I've never seen anything I mean, like it. he is just tearing the Orioles apart. Jonathan Taylor, goodbye, touchdown, Indy, as he crossed the tape at the goal line. 78 yards.
1: Here we go. All right, and we're back for another episode of the Sports Prime Podcast with Justin Valentovic, Stephen Bologna, and Stephen Clark, and we're here to talk some baseball offseason, mainly because the NFL news cycle has been absolutely insane. There was still another big trade today that saw Tyreek Hill going to the Dolphins. We're not talking football, we're talking some baseball, as we're just around two weeks or so away from opening day, so... Here we are. Let's recap all of the free agent moves that were made in the last week or so. New names and new
0: places. So
1: before we get into all of that, guys, what's going on?
0: Clark, we're talking baseball with OJ Val here. <laughs> talking baseball with OJ Val. Oh, man, what a time to be alive. Um, nothing. The baseball season is officially here. Uh, I know Justin. Is already in season form, talking shit between Orioles, Yankees, while the Orioles are getting absolutely clapped by the Yankees as we speak. I'll, so
1: I'll quote Steve Bologna from when we are on Xbox the other day. "It's spring training. It doesn't matter. It's spring training. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. It's spring training. Know, that's, that's a man. You know,
0: he, he did say that the other if night. You, if you want to dish it to me, I'll have to dish it back. Hey, man, glabertor Torres got struck up by a minor leaguer. He also, he
1: also hit a home run <laughs> off of a major leaguer who sucks. So there's a difference, but." We're not talking about that game right now because it's spring training. Let's talk about the free agency moves, which saw a bunch of players, Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, Freddie Freeman, Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, Chris Bryan, Castellanos, and a few other names all going to their new places. So, first things first, let's talk about the old Yanks. So, yeah. they made a move. They traded.
0: Justin loves the Yankees. Gary
1: Sanchez and Gio Urshela out to Minnesota for Josh Donaldson-Isaiah kiner Falefa and Ben Rortford, however you want to pronounce that name. Exactly. And they took on Josh Donaldson's $50 million remaining on his contract, which paved the way for the twins to go out and sign Carlos Correa for a three-year deal, which he could very well opt out of, because he has to opt-out after every single year. So who knows how long he actually stays in plays in Minnesota, but initially for the Yankees, they got a new shortstop, third baseman and a
0: catcher. Yeah, um, kind of not the way I thought they were going to go, but it is. Uh, let's not forget, too, they also dumped Luke Voigt after this. And, and Tom, brought back Anthony Rizzo, Rizzo for two years. So, yeah, they're, so running the, they're running the team back, basically. Basically, I like, I like the Donaldson move. I, I think he, d- he still does have something left, if he could say healthy, of course. Played really solid last year, when healthy. Uh, IKF. He's he a good glove. Your- <laughs> he's a stopgap shortstop. If he can get some hits, it was funny enough, last season he actually had more hits than, like, every Yankee except, like, Aaron Judge. So, like, the narrative that he can't hit, I don't know if that's exactly true. He just can't hit for frequent power. Like, power, he can yeah. put a ball into the fe- like over the fence, but he can hit gap to gap,
1: and he is a little bit quicker, but he's a good glove. So, yeah. like you said, he's a stopgap because they held on to all three of their major shortstop prospects and didn't go out and get old, uh, Matt Olson. He's in Atlanta now. Yep. So, they're running with Volpe, Cabrera, Peraza, all of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, hopefully at least one of them works out. Um, I would have liked to see them go for some pitching. Obviously, they didn't. I guess the analytics say they feel confident in, in what they have. Don't know if that's how it's true. Listen, the, the moves, do, do I think the Yankees got better? Yeah. By much? Not really. And it doesn't, like like Aaron Boone says, it doesn't close the gap. Like, it has not closed the gap. Tampa Bay got maybe a little bit worse, but they're, no matter what, going to be good. Boston got better with Trevor Story. Blue Jays got a hell of a lot better. It's, it's just going to be a fight for the second wild card spot at this point.
2: Um, I straight up think the Twins finessed you guys. St- st- straight up, in general. I mean, they, they dumped that contract of Donaldson to you guys, and then they signed the shortstop that you guys have been wanting. Basically, without that Donaldson move, they can't really get Correa. So they kind of, you know, dump their crap to you and then assign the guy you also wanted. So it was a double finesse. But, um, I mean, I agree. I think, you know, with Donaldson, though, as expensive as he is, if he's productive, he's fine to have on your team. The age is a little bit of a concern. But, um, I mean, it's worth a shot at least. And, yeah, you know, we hit. talked about IKF a little bit. and You never know what comes out of that, too.
1: Well, and Donaldson last year, I think he hit around twenty-five home runs and played you know one hundred thirty games or so. But he is getting up there in age, so health is definitely the main concern. At least if he does go down, you do have DJ to move around. But like you said, the big thing is pitching for the Yankees, as they really have done nothing for either bullpen, especially starting rotation. Now, Who's obviously, your two?
0: what is it? Who's, Who's your,
2: your number two pitcher?
0: Uh, Come Tyone. On. Oh. Hmm. He's not that bad. Don't blow yeah, don't blown see. up the other day. It's spring training. Thank
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, nah, defend, Steve. I'll, really I'll defend Steve on that one. But, you know, the big names now are Shamanai and Frankie Montas out of Oakland because everyone else has been traded out there. there. They're but not going
0: anywhere. Everyone
1: else seems to be in on those two guys, and they haven't been moved quite yet. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do it there. But definitely a disappointing offseason so far for the old Yanks.
0: Yeah, and I mean the whole thing with Correa to the the Twins. I mean, I don't know what the hell the Twins are doing. Uh, they're going they, for it, but not they really. Blew it up, and then now they're going for well, it. Again. That's the
1: thing. It's like they <laughs> traded Garver to the Rangers for Kalefa, yeah. yeah, then they then turned around and flipped to the Yankees. Yep. To the Yankees. So it's like okay, they went from okay, eh, let's sell off some pieces to mm, let's go for it still because they still have Kepler, still have Buxton, and Carroll off in the outfield, you know, and then. I don't know who's playing first, but then you have Correa, uh, Correa Geo, and, you know, Polanco, and now Gary, DH, Catching. So it's a productive team, and they went out, and they also traded for Sonny Gray. Just remember that, too. So they're hell-bent on building a rotation and going for it, but also they're not connected long-term, at least to most of these guys. So if they – oh, sorry.
0: If they wanted to, they could dump them, too. So they just put themselves in a weird, weird spot. They must have known something. That they were going to get a shortstop by dumping IKF because when you do that, it's like, okay, well, we guarantee you that we're getting either story or Correa, probably exactly that.
2: Yeah, those two. I mean, they had the money for it since the told dump off to you. Guys. Also, Correa
1: signed at like 2 a.m. our time, east coast time, and his deal he could opt out after this year. And it makes sense where it's like, if he wants his long term deal because he's getting 35 now. But if he wants, say, ten years for thirty-five million, he could opt out and get paid if he sucks or gets hurt. He can just stay in that contract. So he put himself in a very good place as well. But it's just a weird team for him to go to. It's kind of like when Cano went to the Mariners. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. He's
0: out there. Like, <laughs> like we'll remember Correa is there, but also it's like, why the hell there? Well, and also if you're the Yankees, it's like you know I understand the whole like you know we took on the money from the Twins for them to sign Correa. Yankees made a decision that they didn't want Correa at, at yeah. one point. And I mean, there, I know there's all this reported interest that they were linked to him for so long, but if they didn't want him, I'll take a gold glove shortstop and I'll take a gold glove third baseman who has capability to hit 35 home runs for me if he stays on the field. If, if you know, maybe they got wind win that Correa was never going to come to the Yankees. I know there was beef there for many years. So I I don't know. I like the moves the Yankees made, but it's not going to put them. It over the edge. It doesn't put them over the, exactly. Mm-hmm. And a move that helps the team in the East stay,
1: you know, ahead of the Yankees a little bit is the Boston Red Sox. They signed Trevor Story, who right now it looks like to be their second baseman. So they,
2: I like him know. at second. That's yeah. cool. I mean, that that, that that's fun. You got to leave the lineup the way it was before. Um, third place team at best, Boston. I mean.
1: It's their their rotation and it, bullpen is it, the, bullpen
2: bullpen's the killer. Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: outside of Avaldi and Sale, really, they have Matt Barnes and nothing else. And you know, last year Avaldi threw you know his best game probably against the Yankees in the wild card game. And yeah. as, if this offense hits, you know, they can put up a lot of runs. But it's also their pitching's gonna give up a lot of runs if it's not Sale or Ivaldi. And also this move sets him up a little bit post Bogarts because he can opt out after this season and story signed for six years. So if he does opt out, they kind of go into a Dodgers scenario where Seager left and now Trey Turner's moving back over to shortstop uh, from playing second base. So they can do that all over again.
0: They, they must've known that like, cause story, like, who knows what his market was. It, you know, came out that he would do the Correa move three years or two opt outs and then Boston signed them for six years. So I feel like they might be getting win that Bogarts might be opting out and want an, and wants a new contract. Who knows? Um, they're protecting the M- themselves,
1: at least, that they have yeah. something.
0: Boston, like you said, the pitching staff They lost Eduardo Rodriguez, who was our ace for, like, the past two years with sail out. He went to the Tigers. So they're just – it's going to be a battle for third place between them and the Yanks. Maybe they'll surprise some people. They got Jackie Bradley Jr. back. Which is, uh, which is kind of funny. Who they
1: traded uh, Renfro for, basically, which is – Boston is just doing some weird, weird moves. Yeah. Plain and simple. So, uh, another move that we didn't really necessarily see coming, but we kind of saw towards the end of it, was Freddie Freeman leaving the Atlanta Braves unceremoniously. And basically it all came ahead to when they traded for Matt Olson from the Athletics, and then it came down to, okay, where is Freddie going? It was Dodgers and the Yankees. And I think a few other teams are interested in him, like Tampa Bay, the Toronto, basically, except the Orioles at that point. <laughs> uh, and he ended up going out West to his home state of California,
0: oh, thank making
1: this lineup even more impressively awesome. Deadly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Like you said, Steve, he doesn't go to the AL East at all, but he stays in the national league. He's playing first base now for the Dodgers. Big money deal for Freddie, and he gets paid, and he's going to retire out in sunny California.
2: Yeah, I mean, I hate, like, uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm a Metsy guy. I don't like the Braves. No. Freddie Freeman is just, you can't dislike Freddie Freeman. Um, and the way he went out in Atlanta, it was just sad to me because, like, I feel like they disrespected him because seeing the trade and not really consulting with him or anything and just, you know, seeing – that I happened. S-
1: I saw a report, too, that he said they literally only called him, like, twice. Like, yeah. after the season, and then when they made a formal offer, and then that was it.
2: It's ridiculous. Yep.
1: And it's like, I get what they did when they traded for then Matt Olsen and extended him. You're getting a very similar player, much younger, same amount of time you would have to uh, have him under contract for and for less money. So, coinciding with that move for Matt Olson, it makes sense on the brave side. How they handled literally horrible amount of more. A Mount Rushmore player in Braves franchise history, which is up there with Chipper Jones and you know Hank Aaron, um, to just kind of unceremoniously dump him, let him go. I get it. You won a World Series with him, so you know you closed the deal, you finished the job with him. But he's literally your guy. How do you not pay yeah. him and keep him in house?
2: Or just communicate with him. Yes, like, that's all they had to do. I mean, like at least
1: want- like when the Nationals made an offer to Rendon, it's like, look, this is the best we can do. You know, you want us a World Series and good luck, you know, at this point. But they didn't even try. They really didn't try to keep Freddie.
0: No. nope. Um, and, you know, for the Dodgers, they've had a lot of trouble finding a first baseman for the past few years. And they finally get their Like they were rolling out who like Will Beatty in <laughs> yeah. in, uh, in the World Series, basically. So, or not the uh, NLDA, NLCS. So good for them to actually finding the lineup. And they don't just care. They don't care about the, the luxury tax. That's why, like, salary cap and stuff, it just doesn't matter in the MLB. Like, nobody no one cares. No, know? the luxury
1: tax doesn't nobody matter. They literally, like, they literally put in the new luxury tax rule for, you know, Cohen and the Dodgers because they would blow through it anyway, and they didn't. Yeah. Who cares? But on the coinciding move, Braves got Matt Olsen, so they're still going to compete. They're still going to try in the NL East, and they have another power-hitting, great defensive first baseman.
0: New no, oh, man.
2: One They're just getting leaves. younger. Other They're getting younger. Yep.
1: yep. So the other side of the Mats who got sold and fire sold and traded away in Atlanta was Matt Chapman, and a team who came out of nowhere and scooped him up was the old Toronto Blue Jays north of the border. So he is now in the AL East along with their signing of Yusuke Kikuchi. So they get another, yeah, pitcher, yeah, yeah. For the, yeah, another pitcher for the rotation, and they get probably the best defensive third baseman to pair along Bo on the left side of the infield. So offensively, obviously Chapman is boomer bus. He has a lot of pop, but when he can produce, he is an awesome hitter.
0: Good move for them. They just keep loading up. They don't care. And, uh, you know, they lost Semyon, So now I assume they just slide Kevin Biggio back to second, play uh, Chap at third and uh, Guerrero's too on athletic to play third base anymore, so he to still <laughs> be a good uh first baseman. And they already, they, they, you know, they signed Kikuchi, like you said, they already have Robbie Ray Re- or not the, Robbie Ray, uh, Gaussman you know, Gaussman, yeah, and, Ryu
1: and Alex Manoa. Like, this is a very good and
0: team. uh, Berrios too. Oh my god, <laughs> yep, they're, they're, they're the gonna most be pushing for first place here, yeah. It's they're the most the,
2: complete team in the American League for right sure, now.
1: It's just
0: their bullpen, I think, needs some help
1: on the back end.
2: I could always work on that during in the season. No, two. I know you can make that trades. You know,
1: knowing them, they'll probably go out and get like a Josh Hader because that seems like a type of move they would make.
2: Oh, that'd be filthy. And then, but, like
0: you look at their outfield, they you already have Teoscar Hernandez, mm-hmm. who's Springer, Springer, Gritchik is a great rotational guy, and, and Lord then is Gurriel. Gurriel.
1: Yeah, oh
2: oh my God. yeah. Uh, this They're could offense.
0: be a sneaky
2: World Series team. I hundred percent think so too. <sighs>
1: You know, if they get hot at the right arms. time, they can be really unstoppable. And, and the this, thing
2: with them, too, is age. With this, they're team y- too. all young, they're young outside of very, like
1: Springer, they're
0: all under cheap deals, basically. The Springer signed, well, that was like a six year deal, right?
1: Yeah, and we're in year two, I think of it. So, but even then, Laurie's Guriel, you know,
0: Bichette, Biggio,
1: Vlad. Jansen, all of that, and they just paid Chapman, you know, two years they bought out as the rest of his contract for only, you know, $14 million a year. They're a very wow. cheap team. So they could go out and get big names and take on pretty inflated contracts for back end relievers as well, and not spend too too much money and be a competitive team even then. And I think when we get into a predictions pod, we'll kind of all real, these will be the front runner probably for the East at this point.
0: And Blue Jays, their second highest odds to win it all. That's insane. They're wow. all tied with the Yankees, I guess, a plus nine hundred. But oh, the
1: AL or oh, or to no, win the division,
0: to win the to win the, the, the World Series. Oh, really? So they they jumped oh. up, <laughs> and then plus thirty thousand. We at the bottom. <laughs> the <O's>. uh, <clears> they <throat> their
1: alone. You know, it's amazing, too. The Orioles have a $30 million payroll. The Dodgers have a $290 million, or twenty seven or $270 million payroll. They literally have nine times as much as we do, which is just <laughs> there's an issue in baseball. You need a floor for a salary cap. But they didn't yeah, do that yeah, at man. all in the CBA. So here we are with the Orioles not spending anything. Get so, a richer owner. Yeah, or an owner that gives a shit is basically what it comes mm-hmm. down to. So t- yeah. talking about a team that doesn't really spend money and teams that really don't give a shit, but – this was probably the biggest what-the-fuck signing of the offseason. We kind of get one of these yeah. every once in a while, and that is Chris Bryant
0: yeah, deciding
1: to go to the Colorado Rockies.
0: I thought it was going to be a Met.
2: I, happened. Thought so. I thought so, too. Um, but this was just Bryant securing money for the future for himself. That's <laughs> all, all this was. <laughs> he won his ring. He got his whole parade. He had all that is just him securing a contract. You know,
1: money. riding out his days to a Hall of Fame career, probably, because he can probably yeah. put up some inflated numbers and cores at this point. Which yeah. is awesome
0: for the Colorado fans. They at like, least get something to root up. behind. Like oh, Chris Bryant's on the team. yeah.
1: Yeah, but it's Chris Bryant and then McMahon. Ryan McMahon and old ass Charlie Blackman.
2: Yeah, <laughs> torn
1: hamstring Charlie Blackman, baby. And that's basically it.
0: Hey, Kyle Freeland. Sleep.
1: Oh, isn't that your oh yeah, your Cy Young candidate was in the double A major minors because got blown off. Um yeah, he's a Rocky. Yeah, I don't no understand. one saw this coming. Don't understand it, can't explain it. Let's move on. So okay. another team that's spending some money getting some big Ugh. boppers in the lineup and some power. That is the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. And they got Nick Castellanos and Kyle Schwarber. So two big bats for a very hitter friendly ballpark i don't think they'll really compete too too much for these because i think they're whatever but they get some nice protection to put around bryce harper
2: great offensive team they have horrible,
1: here de- horrible defensive team and poor pitching like team.
2: five hours a game It's yeah. showing they're the training awful already too. yeah i know i saw the highlights from that um uh, it, it's great moves for them for the, on the offensive side. I think, you know, you need those power bats, a couple of, you know, one righty lefty, you know, Schwarber, I think he's had a great year last year. I do think he takes, you know, you know, a little step back this year. He's not going to have that great run. He had like he had last year and Castellanos, that outfield is fun. A lot of fun, a lot of power in that outfield and a lot of no
1: defensive, a lot of no Her- defense in that outfield. About <laughs> Dubo Herrera, long. Bryce Harper and Nick Castellanos. And the means are
2: going to stay with Castellanos for Philly
0: now, I mean, if Boehm could figure it out, that would be what? huge for them. Didi's solid, but he's a really bad defender. Sig- <laughs> <Yeah. Reese laughs> is cool. I guess is he's really second-rate. bad defender. Real um, Muto is pretty good, though. He's their best defender. Is your catcher.
2: 100%. Yeah.
0: That is a problem. Who, uh, they but, still, I mean, they, they still have Nola and Wheeler, too. Like, that's pretty good. Wheeler's had a great team yeah, no, last year, too. They have,
1: yeah. they have good pitchers, but it's just like... It's the Phillies. When have they actually like put it together other than 2009? You know, hey. their bullpen sucks, which has that been their problem true. for four years. now. And they
2: signed Familia, baby. Oh, the
1: he'll age. be their garbage time pitcher, basically. because <laughs> That's all he was with the Mets. And he's, like, he's a closer for the longest time. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, the days! Those days
2: of the Wilpons.
1: Yeah. So, speaking of the the old Mets, when we were out going to go see the Batman, they made a trade and they got Chris Bassett for their rotation. So they firmed up their rotation with five legitimate aces. Basically, on any other
0: team.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, got a pony up now. (laughs) I now got to go through the whole arbitration crap with him. (laughs) Stupid. He's is. the only one, a new guy, a new guy we traded for. The, the, the most recent guy we got is the one, you know, not McNeil, not uh, Diaz or Alonzo or any of them, this guy. Um, but no, that solidifies that rotation. That starting rotation is fine. Bullpen still scares me, um, but you can probably throw one Miguel, of the young guys like McGill or Peterson, Peterson. Yeah. exactly in the bullpen. Um, bullpen still scares me um, starting pitching. One of the best rotations in baseball, I would hey, say. I
1: think it is the best rotation in all of baseball. Yeah. yeah. Because right, you Samuza. have uh, DeGrom, <laughs> Scherzer, Carrasco, Walker, and Bassett.
0: Bassett, yeah.
1: That's uh, pretty, pretty good. Pretty.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, now, uh we forgot to say, Justin. What? Unvaccinated players can play. Yeah. Thank Jake God. Jake
2: and Judge can play, baby. Ooh.
0: 7-1, Justin. Final score, Yanks O's. Eh, it's preseason. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's that's so huge, though, that unvaccinated players can now play at home games.
2: Because yeah, a judge can play who seemed, he never said he wasn't vaccinated or unvaccinated, but the way Bobby he was wasn't. defending still it. Still can't play in Canada.
1: I'm
2: pretty sure DeGrom's not vaccinated. I'm pretty sure Alonzo's not vaccinated. Um, So a <laughs> lot of, like, the top stars and yeah the Mets the Mets
0: were worse off than the Yankees
2: less than 50 percent last year yeah (laughs) so yeah I know Lindor said he is which is cool if he wants to show up and actually play but um (laughs) this is great great news it's great news great news for basketball with Kyrie I know our little buddy Jesse is happy about that little buddy (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah no Steve that's a good point that's huge That's, that's very
1: huge indeed it is so we got two more moves to talk about team wise and that's the giants got carlos Rodon for a pretty sizable deal don't know what they're trying to do of compete or not at the same time they just will not and refuse like to right now they refuse to embrace a rebuild it seems like they are just gonna keep yeah. draining every life force imaginable and trying to win which i give them credit to but also at some point you got you gotta just sell things off and restart you can't keep running out you know, Brandon Crawford and company. (laughs) Brandon Belt. Evan Longoria. (laughs) That's an old ass team. Um, Yep. Good for them. They get another rotation arm. And then finally, the Mariners traded for Ehenio Suarez and Jesse Winker. So they get a third base and an outfielder who's absolutely going to Spray the outfield wall with home runs for them. So the Reds are selling off a lot of players, similar to the A's. They gave up. They went for it for two years and said, "Screw it, we're done," and we are resetting.
0: Mariners, Mariners. they're they're gearing up here for a a good division race with the Astros getting worse. I
2: think they make a push for that wild card spot, especially that extra one now being added in there. I think you know
0: they got a shot to like
2: squeeze in that last one. I think and
0: the curse, they got to make it since. 20, Gotta end since it since 2001.
1: Mitch yeah. loves chaos. <laughs> um, yeah, good move. Time. Good move for the Mariners, though. So yeah, it is. We have a two little pieces of news here, and that's the MLB. They're changing some rules up again, and we have the ghost runner in extra innings. That's back. So that's mainly because they're saying pitchers won't be stretched out too much because of the short spring training, because of the lockout. So it's only for this year, which that's what they said for the COVID year, but it came back. So how do we feel about that? We've had to
2: talk about this before. And oh, I, we like have. We, I like what we came to an agreement on, like 12th inning and on put the ghost runner like not yeah. right away like because if the game goes like another three innings you want that thing to end put the ghost runner on but you know like the ghost runner so stupid because you can just be like sacrifice fly sacrifice fly yeah and literally like a, a bloop and or just two sacrifice flies honestly and you, you're home yeah it starts on second yep so like it it, it, it it it's luck it's luck of the draw it's not as lucky as the coin toss and in overtime in football but yeah it, it's still a, li- a little bit of luck is involved with that I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it. I'll put it that,
0: Put it like that. Yeah. Um. Like you said, Justin, it was supposed to be just for this. Sh- it's. Fun. They're like, oh, we got all these rule changes taking effect in twenty
1: twenty three. Yeah, and then they just oh, say, oh, okay. Mm,
0: let's throw this one in here. Yeah. Push back the to DH
1: too. Oh no that no no! That, that, that uh, at like, least at
0: least we have that. That's good. I'd fuck Nelson
1: Cruz with the, the Nationals. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> oh yeah! What a weird team. Yeah.
0: Like. We- He's Why just gonna you?
1: he's just gonna keep hitting, bro. At this point, he's oh, fine.
0: Him he's, and Juan Soto. Oh, what
1: did that's all love? I got. So, and then another rule is the Shohei Otani rule, and that is I don't know if you guys heard about this. In past years, when he would come out of the game and he would hit and pitch, the Angels would forego the DH, so they would then have to be effectively yeah. a National League team, and you know do pinch hitters, pinch you know all that fun stuff. And now, when he plays and pitches, he can and. Not him specifically, but any pitcher now who wants to hit at the same time, they can be listed as the DH and the starting pitcher. So when he gets pulled from the game, he can stay in the game as the DH Whoa. and they do not lose it. That's hot. nice. That's hot. I like this, Drum, baby.
2: No, he's not playing <laughs> another batted day in his life. And I'm OK with that
1: well, um, for, for baseball. This is a very good marketing tool for baseball because remember when he pitched for the angels against the Yankees, he got blown up in the first inning and didn't really even bat at that point. And everyone want to see him and they didn't, at least now they can still see him once he gets pulled. So good. Yeah, like it?
0: It's a nice rule.
1: And it's a matter of if we even see two way players ever again, who knows if it's just for him, that's cool at the same time, but look at baseball actually doing something smart and progressive for once.
2: Yeah,
0: man. Nickelodeon wildcard game up next.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Disney so, Channel.
1: Disney Channel. Yeah. A little, little piece of drama is that the Yankees and Aaron Judge uh, seem to be on a little bit of an impasse on a contract extension. He wanted 21 million in arbitration. They offered 17. So now it's going to the arbitrator. And apparently at some point today, when we are recording this, the March 23rd, they are supposed to be making him making him a contract offer. And it seems like he said, too, once it gets to opening day, he doesn't want to talk about contract throughout the year. So time is a ticking for an Aaron Judge contract extension, it seems.
0: It is, but it, it does seem that both sides are motivated to get a deal done. Uh, I mean, obviously, it sort of seems like Aaron Judge is going to come out and say, I don't want to play here anymore after this year. But um, it's actually the opposite. He's even said he wanted to be like a Yankee for life at that point. It's yeah, just a matter like, of
1: like, they have to find the right ballpark number.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, His thing is health. Seven for two, maybe, I'd be fine with. Seven for 200. I don't know if that's a
1: That would be just, well, seven for 210 would be 30. So seven for 200 would be probably like your 26 range,
0: 27 range, give or take. He deserves to be paid as a top player in the league. I mean, that's fair. So you're giving Um, him 40? That's like
1: top pay now, which is insane.
0: For my Chris Davis. (laughs)
1: um no i think they'll get to it he's not gonna hit free agency i think they'll figure it out but it's definitely a little bit of not ease in yankee land considering of the off season you had with them not really going out and spending too too much money so it's i can see where the worry comes in where it's like are they not gonna pay this guy now who's been probably the most consistent and productive yankee since he's come up
0: I mean, we, we had this similar drama a few years ago with DeGrom and the Mets. Remember what he re And then, you know, they were able to get a deal done. But, you know, the Yankees also didn't go and hire
1: – Yeah, the Yankees his also agent. didn't go and hire Judge's agent at this point, which I think it's Scott Boris, which don't do that. Of course it is.
0: Of course it is. But also for Judge, this is his
1: last and really only opportunity to get paid because he came up a little bit older. He's close to 30, I think, at this point.
0: I think he's 28.
1: Yeah, so really seven years will put him at 35, and then you know his career is almost done at that point. So he definitely wants to get paid, and the Yankees don't want to pay him too too much because who knows how long till he starts breaking down even more. So yeah. last bit on the offseason is who was the biggest loser of the offseason so far? The A's? Yeah, has to be them. They haven't spent any money <laughs> and they've absolutely gutted their team
0: entirely. Yeah, they didn't bring in a single free agent.
1: Yeah, they've literally spent zero (laughs) money. The Orioles at least spent seven and a half million on crap, but they at least spent, spent, you know, a fifth of their entire payroll.
0: Rookie dropped the pop up tonight.
1: Hey, that's why he's an
0: Oriole. Um,
1: Yeah, so they're definitely the biggest loser. For me as well with Clark and I assume Bologna, you agree. Yeah, they. they what about
2: contending teams? Are the biggest loser? I hate to say it, but probably yeah,
0: the Yankees. probably the Yankees. They just had a there, lackluster yeah. off season. What if, like? What if like St. Louis do though?
1: Like, they signed Stephen Matz. That's pre freaking lockout. Yeah. Oh um, boy, I don't
2: yeah, think and, Huh.
0: I don't think they did anything. Like I love how Steve pulled of...
1: a Steve pulled a random contending team out of his ass to deflect off the Yankees, basically.
0: Okay, well, we talked about the Yankees for the first twenty minutes. Of is, the we did talk a lot
1: about the Yankees. In the that episode. is true. So, um, um, I think um, for the biggest winner, it's got to be the Dodgers. They went out and got the best first baseman on the bar- market. Market yeah, and Blue Jays, com- Dodgers, Blue
0: Jays, any com- team with blue. Mets. Mariners yeah. too, kind of. They're a up there. Of,
1: a lot of teams have good Ray. off seasons.
0: Yeah. So that is the off
1: season for the MLB we finally got here after a 99 day lockout to free agency periods and a shortened spring training opening day is just around the corner. We'll be doing next week a divisions preview pod. We're just going to lump them all together in one. We're not doing division by division. We're going to try and get through that as quick as humanly possible. So that'll probably be right around an hour or so. I'm not we, doing We, we don't have a
2: small little friend with us so this should go it should go a little quicker.
1: Yeah. So, when that comes out, Clark, where can people listen and watch it? Yeah, you
2: know, the YouTube, the Apple Podcast, the Spotify. Follow, like, subscribe on there. Uh, Follow our social medias on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at SportsDeathPod at sports.deptpod. Next week, also, we're going to do some uh, Mania Pod skis. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's next weekend. So, we got to do a day one, a day two, and more than likely an NXT one as well. So... God, the, wrestling season, baby. Of, yep, that stretch of wrestling pods is back. <laughs> Going to dominate the
1: week, basically.
2: Yeah, that. Yeah, Mark's so same.
0: excited for it. It's his Super Bowl. Oh, it's 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 a lot. It's it's uh, hopefully a mock draft soon too. got waiting really. on our little friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, hey, hard worker,
1: yeah, Boston's and gambler
2: yeah makes more doing that than actually working but stay tuned to all that fun stuff and we'll see you in the next episode